This is part two of two of our interview with John and Mark Cronin. If you missed last week's episode, you may want to tune into part one. Hello and welcome to What's the Big Idea? I'm your host, Paige Curtis. Today's episode is brought to you by Destination Imagination, commonly referred to as DI, the leading creative problem-solving experience for children. Through DI's innovative project-based educational experiences, participants gain the skills that will set them up for success and careers like the one we're going to hear about today. Learn more about DI at destinationimagination.org. On today's episode, we are pleased to welcome John and Mark Cronin. John and Mark are a father-son duo who are the co-founders of John's Crazy Socks, a fabulous online store that sells the most fabulous socks. I ordered some today with a spa cat on them. After launching their business in 2016 using a Shopify site and a Facebook page, they very quickly grew John's Crazy Socks to a multi-million dollar business. But that's not all. From the beginning, John and Mark donated 5% of their earnings to the Special Olympics, and they continue to find ways for their business to make charitable contributions and spread their message of happiness. If you're listening to this and you're like, I think I've seen them on TV, you're probably right. These gentlemen are everywhere. They've even testified twice before Congress. And you can now listen in to their own weekly podcast called Spreading Happiness, wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us today from New York, please welcome John and Mark Cronin. In DI, we talk a lot about the four C's, and those four C's are communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity. Which of those four skills do you use most in your work, and can you elaborate a little bit on how? Well, boy, we use all four all the time, right? And and I think, well, let's just take communication. So... Both John and I, yes, we have responsibility to set the vision for the organization and the culture and to be the outward bound face of telling the story and communicating. So we do that in a lot of ways. Internally, it's regular staff meetings and it's getting everybody together and sharing emails. So everybody knows what's going on. Everybody's got to be engaged. Um, Going outside of here, how do we communicate? Well, it's everything from speaking engagements. You like doing the speaking engagements? I do. And so we speak at corporate events with places like Microsoft and Ernst & Young at colleges and universities in the last week, last two weeks, we've spoken at Ripon College in Wisconsin, um, St. Joseph's College in New York, Trinity College in Dublin, Ireland, Paris City University in Paris, in France. Um, I think I'm leaving out a place that we've spoken at, uh, Hofstra University. So, um, you know, the speaking engagements are important. There's advocacy work we do. So that's communicating to elected officials what's going on and making them aware of critical issues. So we hosted a new town councilman this week. Uh, Last week, we were in Albany, the New York State Capitol, 
they introduced a resolution honor the legislature honoring John in our business. And John got introduced on the floor of the New York State Assembly. But we got to meet with different elected officials to make sure they understood, you know, what people with differing abilities need to get more employment. So there's that type of communication. We write articles, so I'll write blog articles uh, that will appear at our website. We send out two emails a week. One comes from John every Friday. Yes. And John gives an update to people. So that'll go to 80,000 people of an update of what's up with John. You make videos all the time. I do. You like making those TikTok videos? Yes, I love the TikTok. TikTok. And we do, you know, another way we communicate, we now have our own podcast, but we appear on podcasts like this. And Paige, we're so grateful that you'll have us on to tell the story. Um, we do a Facebook Live show of, on Thursday nights. What do you do every Tuesday? Every Tuesday, I, hold, I dance party uh, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. at either time. I, I have my own dancing on the Zoom. John hosts an online dance party. Um, so that's a lot of communicating. That's a lot of communicating. But you have to... You have to keep telling the story. You have to try to reach people in different ways, in different means, because you know there's so many, there's such great diversity out there. You have to meet people in their terms. And in-house, we have to keep driving home. This is our mission, and this is what matters. Um, and keep the communication going with everybody, because one of the C's you talk about, you, I know you only said we could talk about one, was collaboration. Um, you know, one of the things that I'd comment on is going through school, particularly up through high school, oftentimes you're told you have to do everything by yourself. And if you work with others, they call that cheating. But in the workplace, there's almost nothing you do alone. Absolutely. Everything is done in collaboration. And in fact, we have built our organization around teams um, that people are working together to get things done. Another word on this list. Well, two of them actually are creativity and critical thinking. Now, before we started recording, we were talking about a specific incident with mac and cheese. (laughs) So that falls both into creativity and critical thinking. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and John is very good at this, very good at problem solving. How much? And half of the challenge to problem solving is to be able to frame the problem. If you can understand and frame the problem, then you can come up with a solution. But we shared an in, in, in anecdote of a time when John was home. We, my wife and I were out. John was home and you were hungry. Yeah. And what were you going to make? Mac and cheese. A little cup of mac and cheese. You're going to throw it in the microwave? Yeah. Except our microwave was broken. So what do you do? How are you going to solve that? How did you solve it? I went to a neighbor house and I heat the food up. He went to the neighbor, knocked on their door and said, can I use your microwave? 
That's pretty creative, right? You got your mac and cheese. I did. <laughs> mac and cheese and a friend, we hope. <laughs> but, I mean, here's one, you know, a business one. Um, back in January of 2017, we're just getting started, and we're trying to think, what, what special socks could we put out that people would want? And we know that people celebrate World Down Syndrome Day. And what day is that? A day is a World Down Syndrome Day. What day is it? March, March 21st. March 21st. They celebrate that day by wearing crazy socks. So at that point, we were only selling socks made by other people. And we went out and said, let's buy a Down Syndrome themed sock. Well, nobody made one. We couldn't find one. And John, what do you say to me? I want, I want to make one. I want to clean one. He solved that problem. He said, oh, well, so we'll make one. And you designed the world's first Down Syndrome Awareness. I did. And once he designed it, we got a mill to make it for us. And then we called up the National Down Syndrome Society. Yes. And said, we're going to give you money from this. Um, and went about, and that's one of our best-selling songs. That's an amazing story. You saw a need, and you filled that need, and you did it creatively. Right. It was John doing the problem solving. Right. So, John, it's so exciting to me that John's Crazy Socks is not only super successful, but also so aligned with your uniqueness and your joyfulness. I know that a lot of our listeners are young people who still might be figuring out how to use the things that make them unique in a positive way. What advice can you give to them? Um, my advice of following your heart, following your dreams. Walk hard so you can do. Yeah, that's pretty good, buddy. Take that. It's um, you know, part of what we will, will share with folks is don't ever focus on somebody's limitations. Be awed by the possibilities. And, and look at us. What we've said is, you know, what others might view us as being a negative. We say, no, we'll put that right out front. That's our strength. And we go and share that. Go and be who you are. Find, know what your passion is and connect with others that will share that passion. The other thing that's amazing to me about that advice is that you all are setting the example. You are walking the talk. You are following your dreams and working hard. And so you're also a, a testament and an example to the success that comes from that advice. You know, we say at the end of the day, we're just a couple of knuckleheads selling signs. <laughs> but all we want to do is change the world. Change the world. Because that that positivity and that change is is so welcome. And I want to go back for a second to your mission of spreading happiness and the podcast. And I think that happiness and spreading happiness is something that this world desperately needs, especially right now. And so these weekly dance parties are so cool to me. Can you tell us a little bit about how to get involved with the dance parties, where those came from, and other ways to spread happiness right now? Well, let's talk about where it came from. Um, it's 2020, and we you may have heard we all get hit with a pandemic. 
And the pandemic was bad for our business. Much of our business in the spring is based on public events and school events, and that all got wiped out. So now what do you do? Well, the first thing we had to do was make sure that we took care of the health and safety of our colleagues. And then you look to say, how can we adapt? So everybody's isolated. How can we spread happiness? And that led to, well, John loves to dance. Let's bring a dance. We'll have a dance party. It led to the Facebook Live Spreading Happiness show. We'll reach out to people. It led us, we wanted to say thank you to frontline workers. So we made healthcare superhero socks. And those have raised over $50,000 for frontline workers um, that we donated to the American American Nurses Association and to a local hospital, Good Samaritan. So you're always looking, no matter what happens, how can we adapt and what new opportunities does it pose? And if you want to find out, go to our website. What's our website? Crazy. Socks.com. And at the bottom of the page, there's links to lots of different information, including the dance party. You click on that link, sign up for Zoom, and come and join us. Um, It's great fun. And you can can also find a link there to the Spreading Happiness podcast, which is uh, all we're trying to do. It's a half hour of us bantering, (laughs) John laughing, of... uh, just trying to put a smile on people's faces, make them feel good. Right. You tell some jokes. We tell some good news yes. stories. Yes. You give an update on your love life. Yes, I am. You know? <laughs> I can't state it any better than that. I'm, that's a, a great uh, action item for all of our listeners to get their, their share of spreading, spreading happiness, spreading joy. This next section is called Rapid Fire. Uh-oh. It's going to be fun. And I am going to read you a question and I am looking for a gut reaction, a one word answer to these questions. Okay. First question. What's one thing you wish you learned more about in school? Um, math. Math. I love math. And you wish you learned more math in school. Yeah. Okay. I bet you use math a lot in this job. I I do all the time. Our next question is, what would you say is your superpower? My superpower? Uh, I think I know what it would be. It's your smile. You get to do things with that smile. It's a good thing. You have an ability to make people happy. I do. What's the first thing you would buy if you won the lottery? Oh, I know. Um, I, I, I want a, a mansion. If you could try any career other than your own, which one would you choose? I, I want to choose a dancer. My last question for you is somewhat controversial. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a type of sandwich? Yes. Is there anything else you'd like us to know before we wrap up today? Is there anything else? I'm thinking about your audience. Just go do it, right? If you can dream it, then it's possible. One last question. What big ideas excite you now? 
Well, the thing that has us most excited is a new program we're rolling out called JCS Champions. And in this program, we're going to put people with differing ability into their own business by giving them a business in a box. So it'll be a micro business, but we're going to set them up so they can, we'll give them a stand and inventory, we'll give them socks and, yeah. mar- and signs and banners and marketing material and training so they can go and sell socks at a farmer's market or a craft fair or maybe set up a stand at a store in town. Um, but we are aiming this to, to show that people with different abilities, they show their talents, but that entrepreneurism is an option for them. We're going to start enrolling people in October, and over five years, we intend to put 1,000 people into business. Um, We want to light up this country with people with differing abilities owning their own business. That is an amazing big idea. And uh, do people go to your website to learn more? Well, right now, it's in development, so we, okay. don't have, we haven't put anything out. We'll put something out soon enough. We're not ready to take enrollees, but we're developing that program, and we expect to have that out in October. That is fabulous. I will tell all of our listeners, get on to johnscrazysocks.com, uh, see their newsletter, keep informed. They are doing a lot of wonderful things. And I want to thank you both so much for being with us today. Well, thank you, Paige. This was fun. It's so great. You like it? I like the rapid fire questions. Let's put John on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) We would like to acknowledge that this episode of What's the Big Idea was recorded on land originally inhabited and cultivated by the Lenape, Sioux, and Shawnee Nations. We are grateful for this land and for the people who have stewarded it for generations. This episode was produced by Kelsey Selleck with voiceover material provided by Don Offiero with music by Kevin McLeod. Special thanks to our guests, John and Mark Cronin for joining us today. You can learn more about John and Mark by visiting johnscrazysocks.com. If you'd like to inspire even more big ideas for young people around the world, consider making a charitable contribution to DI at destinationimagination.org slash donate. I'm Paige Curtis. Thanks for listening to What's the Big Idea? Whether you're a parent, educator, or supporter of learning, you know you can have a profoundly positive impact on a child's life by awakening their innate curiosity. For more than 20 years, Destination Imagination has been helping kids from all walks of life find what makes them unique. Join us in giving the gift of creativity by making a donation to DI Today. Help ensure that we can continue building resilient kids and communities all over the world. Visit us at destinationimagination.org and click donate to make a donation today. The U.S. Department of Labor estimates that 65% of today's students will be employed in jobs that have yet to be invented. We have no way of knowing what those jobs will entail, but we do know that the skills that will prepare them for success are the skills that they develop through destination imagination. Hi. I'm Johnny Wells, Director of Education for Destination Imagination. Before joining the staff, I was a team manager for over 40 teams. 
Being a team manager is still one of the most rewarding experiences for me as I watched hundreds of students thrive and grow. Destination Imagination, or DI, is an international project-based competition that reinforces the four C's, creativity, communication, collaboration, and critical thinking. You probably heard about those skills in today's episode, and DI is the place where kids like yours develop those skills for themselves. Students work together in small teams to create solutions to an open-ended challenge. DI's team challenges fall into one of seven categories, scientific, technical, engineering, fine arts, improvisation, service learning, or, for the younger children, early learning. A DI team selects one of these seven challenges and prepares a solution to present at a local tournament. Throughout the experience, students create projects, solve problems, build relationships, learn new concepts, and have a great time in the process. If that sounds like a good fit for you and the young people in your life, we'd love to have you join us. To get started today, visit destinationimagination.org slash learn more.